everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are really excited today to be introduced to one of the newest members of Hope Valley. We are talking with Amanda Wong. And Amanda, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Rachel. Uh, yeah, as Rachel said, I am Amanda Wong and I play May Sue in When Calls a Heart season nine. Oh, this is so exciting. Well, since this is your first time on the podcast, why don't you introduce yourself to us? Tell us how you got inspired to get into acting. You know, it's so funny because I grew up with a household in a multi-generational household. I kind of bonded with my family members over films and, and series and things like that. And it was a really special thing that we shared. Um, but despite this, I never really thought about acting too much because I didn't have any family members or friends or, or anyone in my immediate circle that was in acting. And I actually went into journalism first. So I have a master's in journalism. And while I was in Hong Kong doing my master's and I was working there as well, my friend got scouted on the street to do a commercial. And then she was asked to bring in some friends and I was one of the friends that she brought in and we booked the commercial and we did a commercial together. And that was my first foray into acting. How were you in um, Hong Kong? Did you have uh, friends in? Uh, family there? Or how'd you end up going to school there? So my, I actually got accepted into a grad school program in Canada as well. But my mom, she grew, she was born in Hong Kong, but moved here when she was quite young. And um, she's always felt like a kinship to Hong Kong. She's got lots of friends there. And so she said that um, she would prefer if I went to HKU instead of the school out east. And uh, so that's kind of how that all happened. It wasn't deliberate, but my mom really played a huge influence on that decision. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Did, did you speak Chinese? I mean, I so, yes, they, I do speak Chinese, Kong, but, but we're, yeah, I do speak Chinese, but we're educated in English. So it okay. was a lot easier that way because I can't read and write as well, but um, I can obviously speak English mm -hmm. fluently. So the first role you ever did was in a commercial then. Um, mm -hmm. What about how you made the transition to actually doing TV work? And, uh, how did you, do you remember the first role you ever got on television, Joe? So I do. Okay, so how that all happened is I was taking a break from work. I worked in financial news at Bloomberg and um, at Bloomberg in Asia. And uh -huh. I told them that I would take six months off because I wanted to travel the world. And when I did that, I came back to Vancouver and packed up my bags, you know, dropped off some things. And one of my friends, he was talking about Pokemon Go because it was really, really popular at the time. And so he was like, you know, you should make a YouTube video on Pokemon Go. And we were just joking around and we kind of like quickly <laughs> wrote up a script and we filmed it that week. And uh that was sent to an agency and the agency reached out and asked if they could represent me. And that's how I got my agent. And they're amazing, wonderful. And I, I just really lucked out with that. And then because of that experience, another friend had seen my YouTube video that, that the one on Pokemon, and he got a grant from TELUS to make a web series. And so he asked if I could be a part of it in an acting capacity and also to assistant direct. And that's how I got into acting. That was my first role. That's really cool. Wow. Who would have figured Pokemon Go? Yeah, totally. start. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> <laughs> so your first role with Hallmark was mm -hmm. on Bottled with Love, which is definitely yes. a fan favorite. Yes. That's a pretty fun one to get your start in. Yeah, absolutely. I, th I, I feel like a 
partially like akin to, um, you know, the old school kind of rom-coms where there's a letter that's written or, uh, you know, those kind of like yeah. little switch ups and stuff like that. I, I really like it. I, I love watching romantic movies and Hallmarks and feel goods and, and yeah, that, that when I read the script and I was just like, this is so lovely. It's so lovely. I was just, I just, I was just beaming the whole time and so excited about it. And of oh, course, um, you know, the, the, the one and two are just like so nice and everyone's so friendly and everyone's very welcoming, mm-hmm. especially when you're starting out. So I, yeah, I really Andrew excited. Walker has been great to us. Oh, he's been yeah. such a friend of the podcast. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. And he's been on One Calls to Heart as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's true. <laughs> In the earlier seasons. Mm-hmm. From USA Today's bestselling author, Jenny Hale, comes a story about second chances, family bonds, and finding out who we really are. Butterfly Sisters is the perfect escape for fans of Susan Wiggs, Rayanne Thane, and Susan Mallory. A heartwarming story that will have you laughing, crying, and rushing to those you hold dear. If you loved the Christmas movies based on Jenny's books and are looking for more feel-good, small-town romance, look no further. Available wherever you purchase books or download audiobooks. Find out more at itsjennyhale.com. That's itsjennyhale.com. Then you were on Mystery 101. And remind me what, you were on two of them. Were you, Mm -hmm. what was your role in those? So Mystery 101 was my first recurring role. And Mm -hmm. in that I am, my name is Holly Chen and Holly owns a cafe called Holly's Cafe and she's Joe Wagner's best friend. And yeah, that was, that was my role. And um, I got to work with Jill and Chris and of course, Preston and Sarah and everyone's just also very friendly and Chris is hilarious as I'm sure, you know. Yeah. Oh, the best. They, Mm -hmm. we, we had I, I feels like everybody in that whole cast we had on our show. They're <laughs> yeah, so nice. yeah. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. And we kind of joke with Jill because we have the same last name. Mm-hmm, uh, we're both mm-hmm. Wagners. And mm-hmm. uh, so I say that she's my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> claim her. Also yeah. claim um, Jack too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I know. We need to. And Lindsay Wagner is also in Hallmark. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> nice it's Hallmark family, family affair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you were in Raise a Glass to Love with Laura Osnes, mm-hmm. who we love. She's great. And uh, the director of that, we've also, has, we've had on and he's great, David Weaver. Um, that was a movie that when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, that does not sound good. But, uh, but it really won me over. It was very charming. I it was so charming. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I'm sure you also know this, but Laura is just a gem of a human being. She, yeah. to me, seems like a real life Disney princess. She's always just so friendly and warm and happy. And, and even the day that we met, we immediately felt like best friends. So it made acting with her so, so easy. Yeah, yeah. super nice. Mm-hmm. All right. So had you heard about When Calls the Heart? Did you know about it before uh, the role? Were you- <laughs> Absolutely. I think any actor in Vancouver has heard of When Calls the Heart and would, I would wager would want to be on the show. Uh It's, you know, every, it's, it's notorious. Everyone, everyone knows it's the best show to be on. I don't think there's any question about it. (laughs) So did your agent notify you about the role or how did that end up happening? Yeah. So she let me know and she sent me the breakdown, which is a little description on the character and things. And 
oh, I just felt so touched that that there would be an Asian character in it. And, and it wasn't even like a, a vanity thing. I didn't even care if it was me. Just the fact that there was one was so, so meaningful. And, mm. you know, and the description of what she can do, and which I don't want to say because in case it comes up later, um, I was like, oh man, I could do that. I could do that. And, and it just seemed like, you know, a lot of things that I've done in my life was really coming into fruition. You've seen me on the horse, obviously. So I can mention that I've, I've gone horse back riding in, in Mongolia when I did my travels. So it was like just oh. this random serendipitous coming together of certain like skills that I'd had and just a random set of skills that I've had. So I just mm. felt like, yeah, it was kind of cliche, but like a little, a little bit meant to be. Well, you can tell us a little bit about Maisu uh, that won't be spoilery uh, about her yeah. kind of character and what what uh, what's your I guess what's one of your favorite things about her? My favorite thing about May is that not only is she intelligent, but she's like tenacious and courageous and just a lot of good. She just has a lot of good qualities. And and I'm not saying she's perfect because no one's perfect in in life, and she's definitely got her set of flaws. But I think that the way that John Tinker, our showrunner, wrote her. She is a very fleshed out human being where she has flaws, but you know, in the depths of her heart, she's she's a good person and she loves animals and um, she likes to horseback ride. She's kind and friendly and warm. So I like that mm-hmm. about her a lot. And what is her job in Hope Valley? Ooh, I cannot tell you, oh, you what can't? her job is. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it's the, one of the reasons why she comes to the uh, town. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> they've made it abundantly clear in the press and the promotions that you're going to be working a lot with Kevin McGarry. <laughs> is that fair make to say? That clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I can well, say that I do work with him quite a lot. Yes. <laughs> so what was that like? Oh, you know, okay. I keep saying, as you know, as you know, and I know you know, but I'm gonna, I'll say it again. <laughs> Kevin is just talented, charming, funny. Yeah. He's a gem of a human being to work with. He's so entertaining. And, you know, sometimes these shoots go for a long time and it's 1 a.m. and he's still cracking jokes. And, yeah. and he's just got this youthful, like optimism and energy and just always like so witty and sharp. I, I, I really, really love working with him. I asked Erin Krakow who was the biggest goof on the set and she was not very forthcoming in her answer, but <laughs> I'm feeling that a lot of those, those, those guys can get pretty goofy. Oh, they're all so funny. <laughs> Kevin is hilarious. Ben is so funny. Rothgar, Viv, all of them. I can't even, I can't name one who isn't just like a wonderful, wonderful <laughs> human being. Very good. Very good. Uh, do we get to, to meet you right away or is it a little bit into the season? So the promos show episode one. So I will be in episode one. Oh, great. Okay, yeah. good. Uh, what was it like being the new kind of cast member in a show that's on ninth season? Is that, uh, what was that like? I, I think that because it's gone on for so long, everyone knows what it's like to be new in town. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, I, I think that when you go to a new workplace, when you go to a new school, there's always those like, oh, I hope people like me jitters. But um. 
that was quickly washed away. I, I walked on the set, and even before I walked on the set, Aaron Krakow sent me an email welcoming me. And then the first person to greet me was Ben Rosenbaum. And he was just like, hi, my name is Ben. He's just so friendly, like that real warm, like Southern hospitality, just like so, so friendly. Viv wasn't even working that day, but like he was on because of it, uh, on set because of his kids and just so warm, mm -hmm. so friendly. And because him and Natasha were on last season as the right. newbies. Right. So they were just so welcoming and so friendly and they really embraced me and as a part of their family too. And uh, yeah, everyone has been ridiculously, ridiculously kind. That's great. That's great. Yeah. So what does it mean to you to be the first Asian regular cast member on Hope Valley in Hope Valley? It means so much to me. I think that even if it weren't me, I would, I would say it, it's such a huge, huge honor for whomever. And I think that because representation is so important and the narrative these days, and especially with all the things that are, are going on in the media, I think just it's nice to see yourself represented in film and TV. And growing up, I never really saw that because in period films, you okay. don't really see an Asian person. Where, where are they situated in this world? And so it, it means a lot. And um, I think that when you see more diverse faces and, and you see them as real human beings with flaws and also positive attributes, you, you really get a sense of we're all kind of the same. And when you see the similarities between yourselves and others, then that's when like the hatred and the spite and the bigotry, mm -hmm. all that goes away. Yeah, we've come a long way. I mean, if you think back in the past, uh, John Wayne at one point played Genghis Khan, which is just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, like, even movies from 10 years ago wouldn't yeah, fly yeah. anymore, which is so crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I like the fact that I feel like we have moved, we've, we've been able to embrace sort of blind casting. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be a hundred percent historically accurate to what, mm -hmm. because I mean, a show like Hope Val, a show, I mean, a show like When Calls the Heart isn't particularly accurate anyway. So who yeah. cares? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was actually pretty apprehensive and nervous about that, but everyone's embraced me with open arms mm -hmm. on like all the fans have been just so That's kind good. and I've not seen anything negative and maybe there is, but it's been very, very warm and welcoming and parties are great. Yeah. And I think you got to give a lot of credit to this whole thing to Hamilton. I think mm -hmm. that is a big yeah. uh, thing that just became a phenomenon and people stopped caring about that. Mm -hmm. You know, that it was just became part of the art, part of the story. You added like yeah. kind of adds another layer to the story. I think so too. And um, a little bit of my culture comes out in the show. And I think that's uh -huh. very nice too. Oh, I that's say great. a couple of words. Yeah. And oh, cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, Bridgerton was another example yes. saw a lot of that in there. I'm so excited for, uh, for season, <laughs> yeah, two. season two. I binged Bridgerton, Bridgerton in a weekend. It was bad. I was staying up till like 7am sleeping for a couple hours and then going right back at it. It was not so good, good, but I, I, <laughs> I really enjoyed it too. I did the same thing. I, <laughs> uh, every year I have like a series that I will watch while I'm taking down my Christmas tree. Ah, kind of, that was you know, the one. cleaning up uh, cleaning day yeah mm -hmm. and that was uh I got started doing uh, that and uh, that year I did that and last <laughs> year I it was a show an anime show called Arcane so, oh I loved Arcane oh right it's so yeah, good it was so good how could, you, how could you be distracted and putting down your tree during it it's like amazing <laughs> I think I felt like the storytelling was so co concise and so it was so excellent and yeah. just 
there was no empty space in it. I, I was, I was enthralled the whole time. Yeah. It's the perfect show to binge because you do not want, if I had to wait a week in between, I no. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> Very good. Uh, so you get to spend, according to the show notes that I read, you get to spend a lot of time with Flomo, mm-hmm. our friends, Florence <laughs> and Molly. So that sounds like a lot of fun. Oh yes. Those ladies, like they're not very similar to their on-screen characters. <laughs> I feel like they're not as gossipy, but um, yeah, they're wonderful. Like Loretta was actually one of my first acting coaches. So she, oh, really? she yeah, she's so warm. And, and I think that because she has a little bit of maternal instinct and also because she's seen me in a, in a previous capacity in a different way, she really could pinpoint that I was a little bit nervous on my first days. Sure. And she just really was really warm and welcoming and, and, um, Johanna, I, I, you, you, you may not know this, but, or maybe you do, cause you know, everything, but <laughs> she has impeccable style. Have you ever seen uh-huh. this woman get dressed? She no. is so cool. I walked like the first time I met her, I was like, who is this lady? She is so well-dressed. She looks so stylish and so cool. And she's such an interesting person to talk to. She's just, Yeah. I, we've never actually had Joanna on the podcast. So yeah, she's so cool. She's super cool. Yeah. We haven't had Johanna. We haven't had Kavan on the podcast. We'd love to have him one of these days. So hopefully he's funny, but uh, we have had Loretta and she's great. She actually won one of our, uh, um, podcast awards that went up today. Yeah. What did she win for? She won for best Hallmark TV moments, the uh, Florence and Ned wedding. Which oh was yeah so good yeah. that was the highlight had of season Rothgar eight on the podcast? N- no we haven't had oh. him on yeah he's funny too yeah i'd like to have him on <laughs> but yeah that was to me the highlight of season eight was the wedding it was so yeah. fun so cute yeah so cute <laughs> yeah. and then when they made him the inventor of the band-aid that was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah he's so funny yeah he he does a little bit more inventing in this in this oh season, yes so. Good. That's what I wanted to hear. That's yeah. good. Well, this is on a different tangent, but I read on your IMDb that you have a world record. You have to tell <laughs> yes, us about I do. it. I have a Guinness Book of World yeah. Record record. Yeah. So um, when I was doing my grad schooling, my mom, my brothers, and my sister-in-law came to visit me in Hong Kong. And then we hopped on a cruise and just did a little small cruise to uh-huh. like Taiwan. And while we're on that cruise, um, the cruise organizers had decided that they wanted to break Guinness World Record, and we were like, okay. So we all showed up. Everyone got a little square, maybe I would say three by three inches, and uh, we just painted by like by numbers with fingers our little square, and together it amassed to being this huge, huge jungle painting, and we got the Guinness Book of World Record for the largest group finger painting in the world. <laughs> nice did they give you like a certificate and stuff like that yeah yeah we got nice. a certificate. we even got a medal <laughs> no way yeah that's really cool. cool that's that's a good perk for the for a cruise <laughs> right right I think um I think it was like there was like a bunch of school students that were on it and I think maybe the, okay. the kids in school did it yeah yeah that's cool <laughs> and so random right yeah well it'd be perfect because whenever you play like I I have never I, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah like right one. no or one would ever lie you'd be sad 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm actually so terrible at that game because I'm so bad at lying and I'm like, I can't <laughs> think of my lies. And because you always have to place them like in an yeah. inconspicuous spot, you know, the two truths and a lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can I can do better now because I've interviewed so many people that I can I can I I can have a I can bring that into it. But oh. uh, but yeah, I'm not the best liar either. Oh. <laughs> I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. So play or don't play poker with Rachel. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, play. Yeah, play because you'll probably win. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Very good. Well, we like to end our interviews with some fun, silly questions. So. Okay, yeah ready all right what is the best ice cream flavor ferrero Rocher. oh and yeah. also and like an unconventional one have you ever tried durian i never have but i've seen it on chopped all the time <laughs> okay so the reason why there's such controversy around this food is because it stinks yeah really bad <laughs> yeah. right <laughs> but when it's frozen there's not really a lot of smell okay. so i kind of like it in ice cream form so do you like durian ice cream is your favorite or one of well, your Well, I favorites? would say Ferrero Rocher and then second would be durian ice cream. Okay. <laughs> or, or I would say also whiskey hazelnut. That one's a good one. Oh, that sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. What is your favorite color? Purple. Mine too. Yeah. Mine nice. Too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What music are you into? I'm into slow drums and acoustic like guitar covers and stuff. Oh yeah. Yourself? Good. I love Broadway show tunes. Ah, yes. It's probably Mm -hmm. my favorite of all. Mm -hmm. Um, but I I also love sort of acoustics. I kind of like people like uh Sarah Borellis. Yes. And um Regina Spector. People like that. Yes. Is is my then oh yeah and waitress. I actually got to see waitress in October. Uh, I took a trip out to New York to help support Broadway and uh, yeah, it was, it was really good. Yeah. I heard it was absolutely amazing actually. And I saw her in it. That was amazing. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. I actually watched cats with Leona Lewis in it. And that was so spectacular for me too. Yeah. Then I have a question for you, Rachel. If you were to be one character from Les Mis, which one would you be? Oh my gosh. Songs included. (laughs) I don't, how do you know Les Mis? Les Mis is like, (laughs) my favorite, my favorite. And, yeah. um, it, it it was well the the first movie and slash musical that I ever really loved was the little mermaid that mm-hmm. was like the first thing I ever really fell in love with and I absolutely adore it but then the next one would be lame as a rob and I knew literally every word to every single song yeah. and it's funny you mentioned cats because when I was in 
high school, we went on a trip and we got a choice. We could either go see cats or we could go see Lamis. Oh, which did so you choose? I chose Lamis. Of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. So good. Um, but I, I love, I love Lamis. So what's your question? What's my favorite song? Or if I can play any part? You can play any part. I mean, and you take their songs too. <laughs> I think, yeah. I would probably pick Eponine. Yep. Yeah. I would too. It's such a great part and mm-hmm. so iconic and yep. on my own is so yep. life-changing I and iconic. That's my go-to and, song. <laughs> oh, it's so great. And, and yeah, the only part that I'm like not as in love with is probably Cosette. Cause Me too. I mean, she, she's fine. She serves the purpose for the story, mm-hmm. but her songs are very saccharine. Falsetto. Yeah. Falsetto and very <laughs> yeah. saccharine. Heart mm-hmm. full of love. You know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. I favorite. agree. I agree. And if I was so, a baritone, I would choose Javert because I love stars. Oh, love stars. <laughs> and, and what a great villain. I mean, we're always trying to do these sort oh, of multifaceted villains these days, but, <sighs> but Javert was the original because He's in his eyes, he's the hero of the story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's doing and he's what's just being right. courageous. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. So when he realizes that he what he's done mm-hmm. and he and he commits suicide, I mean it's just the whole thing is so it's so devastating. It's so great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. And I mean, there's so many wonderful songs like Bring Him mm-hmm. Home. Mm-hmm. And of course I Dreamed Dream mm-hmm. uh, is so beautiful. And I don't know, I just love the show so much. It was so cool because when I, when I got vaccinated, I said, I'm going to support local theater as much as possible. And, and we have like a really thriving scene here in Utah, really great local theater scene. Cool. I ended up going to 49 shows. Wow. In, in the span of, in and how, when, like in, from when I got vaccinated in April to the end of the year, I went to Girl, 49 you were shows. Living life. I, had, I, I was the best. It was the best goal yeah. ever. And yeah. the first show that I went back to was Late Miss, oh, which was yeah. just such kismet. I thought you have to. You have yeah. to. I would. I would say that or like Wicked. It just. It would <laughs> yeah. feel so warm and fuzzy. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah the only really one I've too. seen. The only one I've seen this year is um, Natasha's play. Snowflake. Oh, which one was? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's I've the only that. live theater I've seen, which I'm so jealous that you've got to see 49. I have been so blessed and just seen, I mean, I, even ones that are weaker, I still think have a charm to them because people are giving mm-hmm. up with their time. People, there's just something great about local live theater that I just mm-hmm. love so much as much as mm-hmm. I love film because I'm a film critic for my job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just love live theater even more. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the uh, element of like watching someone do something they're passionate about. Mm-hmm. Something so addicting about it. Yeah, I actually this week I went and saw Legally Blonde at a local theater. Oh, fun! It was amazing. It was fun. So great. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Uh, all right. What is your go-to date night food? Sushi. Mm, it's easiest yeah. to eat. It's clean. You know, second date though, hands off. I would probably, you can eat messy and you can eat whatever you want. Go burgers, you know, get pasta all over your face. But first day you gotta be polite. (laughs) Yeah, that's accurate. But there was a a Hallmark movie a a couple of years ago where they had 
it was Jessica Landis and like she goes on a blind date and the guy takes mm-hmm. her to a rib place. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> exactly. The worst. <laughs> or it's a good icebreaker, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> that guy can think of anything worse. You have big sauce yeah. all over you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, it's like flicking so, in your face and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sushi's a great choice because yeah, it is kind of a little bit dainty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you hopefully won't get anything on your on your uh, exactly dress and or... then you do the old switcheroo by second date and be yeah. a mess yeah <laughs> we'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode and that is the hallmarkies patreon do you love hallmarkies podcast do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks now is the time to become a patron of hallmarkies podcast By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Your go-to date night activity. I really like going for walks, but if mm-hmm. it's like kind of a whenever, whatever, I would say comedy club or maybe a bonfire with s'mores or something. Oh, I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a really good date uh, because you want to get cozy Mm-hmm. and it's just like a stars mm-hmm. it's romantic yeah. yeah that's a good one i mean i have nobody's yeah. answered that one but it's a good one <laughs> all right uh what do you like better dogs or cats dogs yeah all i right. grew up with rottweilers oh yeah yeah cool very big dogs yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of scary dogs but i guess once you get used to them yeah so. they look very aggressive for sure but they are mm-hmm. very soft they're like, just like just got sweet temperament really good with kids uh-huh. yeah cool uh what do you like better beaches or mountains i love them both but i would say beaches mm-hmm. i love swimming me yeah too. me too <laughs> all right what would you rather be in a fancy dress or sweats fancy dress <laughs> yeah i feel like now all of us that we've been stuck inside for uh for two years are like fancy dress <laughs> that means we're going somewhere yeah. you know it's an occasion yeah, yeah. i'm so <laughs> excited i'm going out to uh to la and uh, that the on uh, friday of this uh, this week and i'm going to be in the uh hallmark uh, hallmark i'm going to be in the hollywood critics association awards uh cool. i'm going to walk the red carpet i'm so Yay. excited do you have your dress I, picked out yes I have a dress and it was really hard for me to find a dress because I have to have one with sleeves mm-hmm. and, uh, but I did, and I really love it. So oh, you have to send me a picture. I, can't, I, will. I can't wait to see it. What color yeah. is it? It's black, and, nice. but yeah, it looks good. And then I have some, um, clip on sparkly earrings to go with it. Pretty, it has kind of pretty. a, uh, it has like a stiff, uh, collar 
and uh, so, and then I have a sparkly bracelet. Nice, nice. So it's gonna be fun. You are yeah. living your best life, Rachel. I mean, I'm so jealous. 49 shows. You're watching <laughs> that man soon. You're going to LA. You're just living my best life. <laughs> I'm very, very blessed. I'm very yeah. blessed. That's uh, awesome. So, but yeah, I love. I love going to the beach. I love getting dressed up fancy. I, mm-hmm. I know I just, it's just so fun. I missed mm-hmm. it so much. I mean, Absolutely. that's part of the reason why I think I saw 49 shows was just was like not being able to see anything for over a year was just like, ah, yeah, yeah, for terrible. sure. I hate yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I feel the same way. You know, yeah. the first time I went back on set, I felt like I hadn't spoken to anyone in so long. Yeah. But my brain was just like five minutes delayed. <laughs> it was very, it was very awkward. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, what's your favorite holiday to celebrate? Christmas. I love Christmas. Yeah. Um, and then I would say second favorite is Lunar New Year. I think that if all of the listeners could experience Lunar New Year, it'd be amazing. I would gladly love to share my culture. Um, there's like a lot of yummy foods, a lot of time spent with families. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. I think they should make a Lunar New Year Hallmark movie because they're always looking, they're always inventing all of these uh, festivals you know, like that people don't even have, they'll have like a maple festival or, you know what I mean? <laughs> and here you have one that already exists that has all this, you know, cultural traditions yeah. and everything. And so why not build a, uh, Rachel, movie. pull some strings. Get me my own <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Hallmark channel. Exactly. Get on it. Lifetime. <laughs> They've spoken. Yeah. They've spoken. I mean, because I don't know if you got to see a sugar and spice holiday, which yes, was on Lifetime. Uh, yeah, that was filmed in Vancouver too. I know yeah. a lot of the people who were in it. It's, it was it's awesome. So good. I yeah. loved that one. It's cute. It's very yeah. cute. It was so actually good. funny note about that. Tony, which is the male lead, uh-huh. he and I actually went to school together before we were both acting. Oh, really? So yeah, so we, I've known in him Hong Kong. So or? No, in so I went to SFU, and that's mm-hmm. where we both went for undergrad oh cool yeah yeah well and then cardi wong's in that and we love him absolutely we love him (laughs) he he really is yeah very good all right well uh your last question what is Mm -hmm. your favorite hallmark or romantic movie i love romantic movies there's so many (laughs) i love a lot of those princess ones like switched for christmas or princess switch those kind Mm -hmm. i love the holiday have you seen the holiday with Mm -hmm. kate winslet it's yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah. I really like those like countdown ones, like 10 things I hate, like um, how to lose a guy in 10 days oh. or 27 dresses, like those kind those of movies. Good, yeah. 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 So I would say all, all of them. I, I love rom-coms and romantic movies. And yeah. Yeah. Obviously I, I do too. They're my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just so, so comforting. Yeah. Well, and it's so exciting because we have in February, we have Marry Me in theaters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we also got, there's a movie called I Want You Back uh, that just went straight to Amazon, which cool. was really good too. And then in March, we have uh, The Lost City with Sandra Bullock back. It's like, yes. I More. love Sandra Bullock movies, like oh. Proposal or Blind no, Side. She's, so good. She's been doing all the serious stuff, like Bird Box yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. And we're like, come back. Come back. <laughs> come back to the warm side. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen all those movies already? 
that no i well i've seen marry me and i've seen i want you back i have not seen the lost city yet so marry uh, me recommended do you recommend that mm-hmm. okay yeah cool. it's not like the greatest i've ever seen mm-hmm. but it was sweet and the music yeah. is really good if you like uh you know her style of music uh jennifer lopez's music then i think you'll enjoy it yeah. it's it's a sweet cute little movie yeah, yeah. i you like know. j-lo in rom-coms too like you know i know and she hadn't done one for a long time either and- yeah, Mean Manhattan was like 15, 20 years ago. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, the last one that she did was in 2012, which wow. was uh, What to Expect When You're Expecting. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. her last lead um, rom-com mm-hmm. was in 2010, which was um, mm. uh, The Backup Plan, which is terrible. Uh, right, I remember that one. But-, <laughs> <laughs> but she did a movie called Second Act, which looked like a rom-com, but actually wasn't a rom-com. I feel like I've seen the poster but I don't remember if I've seen it. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> but, uh, but I'm really excited for uh, Velocity uh, to come. And I just hope we get more rom-coms because just it's, it's draining if the only movies that you get in the theaters are, I don't know, are comic book movies and movies mm. made for, you say almost every movie made these days is made for to please 17 to 25 year old men. Right. right. <laughs> right. It's a little old sometimes. Yeah. 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 Like exactly. throw us a bone. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. We should bring Matthew McConaughey back. He does oh. the comes too. Yeah, I know. He's been on the depressing train for a while. Let's get him back doing yeah. the rom-coms. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I think that that's probably JLo's best chemistry. Yeah. Is with Matthew I really McConaughey. Like them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but anyway, it's, it's fun. Yeah. So those are some good picks. I never thought about the fact there's so many with numbers. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, very good. You answered all the questions. You passed the test. Thank you. <laughs> Well, we're really excited about uh, Mesu and when calls the heart, uh, the new season, it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, did you get a chance to go back and watch any of the, the previous seasons before starting? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So did you have a team that you team were on of- team Nathan or team Luke? Oh, no, I can't pick both guys. <laughs> I know them. They're so nice. I can't pick. I can't pick. <laughs> were you surprised that they picked Lucas? I, I, I don't know if the surprise is the word I I can see, I can see why they, why they chose Lucas and I can see why fans would want Kevin as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they're both such great, great human beings and, and both excellent actors. And yeah. I mean, I always say I'm on team good TV. That's my Mm -hmm, team. mm -hmm. And I think that picking Lucas makes better TV because it makes Elizabeth have to grow more. It's different is something she hasn't explored before yes, and also yes. i i feel like lucas actually actively courted her mm-hmm, whereas mm-hmm. nathan didn't they haven't even had a they haven't had a date let alone yeah. and even a meal together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah. so in the my opinion, with lucas were very very romantic for sure yeah right yeah so i was surprised because i didn't think that they would be brave enough to do that and also i think that they could have they definitely built up a lot of reasons why people would expect it to be Nathan. It's mm-hmm. uh, so I can understand why people were disappointed, but I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, all that's right, good. Good. that's good. This I'm going to take that answer. Team good TV. I like that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, very good. 
it was so nice to get to talk to you. So nice to, to get to meet you. And I'm really excited to get to know the character and hopefully we can have you back maybe at the end of the season and see how Thank things you, turn Rachel. out. I would love that. Yeah. I would love that anytime. Yeah. All right. Well, very good. How can people follow you on social media and all that fun stuff? So on Instagram and on Twitter, I'm Amanda Wong, but missing the middle A. So it's A-M-N-D-A-W-I-G. Okay. Great. Yeah. We'll put that in the description so people can follow you. And okay. so, uh, so great. Uh, and we will have that all in the uh, description and uh, yeah, we'll be in touch. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you so much, Rachel. Bye. I'd like to thank Amanda for coming on the podcast. This was a really fun interview. I really enjoyed talking to her. Make sure you're following us at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That really helps us a lot. If you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. That helps us a lot. You can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. And also check out the patron group. It really helps us a lot. And also we have our merch store, which has tons of parties inspired merch. So take a look at that. And thanks so much, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye.